This is Real Presence Live on the RPR Network, bringing you stories of faith and hope through local hosts and guests from across the Upper Midwest. Now, back to the show. Good morning and welcome back to Real Presence Live. I am Heather Caro. And this is Aaron Bosch. Hello. And we're your hosts today. We're broadcasting simultaneously from Sioux Falls and Fargo today. That's just the way we roll. But uh, we've had a great show already this morning. It's hard to believe that we're heading into our second hour, Aaron. But that no, first hour, by. that first hour is dynamic. So if you missed any of Dr. DeCock or Aaron's history <laughs> lesson, be sure to check it out on our podcast or on our website. So I am um, the one in charge of uploading those. I always try to get them uh, just a few hours after the show goes live. So if you want to time me today, you certainly can, because <laughs> that always motivates me. The more there people ask for them, the faster I go. <laughs> I, I, sometimes I get them right after in the in the hour after the show. I try my best. So yeah, yeah, no, but great, great conversations, great lineup this morning, and we're just going to keep on moving. We're heading over to the Bismarck Diocese with Father David Moorman. Good morning, Father. Uh, good morning, Heather. Good morning, Aaron. Good morning, Father. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Okay. Uh, uh, my name is David Mormon. I'm a, a priest of the Diocese of Bismarck. I was ordained in 1989, and I have served in uh, parishes mostly in southwestern North Dakota, uh, the Dickinson area, Queen of Peace, uh, Beach and Galva, uh, Bowman, Raymond, Marmoth. And uh, in, in, in a nutshell, that's, uh, that, that's been my life as a priest. <laughs> Wonderful. So, you do a little bit of work with something called the Bismarck Diocese African Mission, assuming I wrote that name down correctly. Is that the official? Just want to make sure and fact check myself here. Y- yes, that's Okay, correct. good. I got that right. Yeah. I want to make sure I didn't get that wrong on air. <laughs> yeah. Uh, actually, I'm the administrator of our uh, Bismarck Mission uh, that is located in Kenya, East Africa. I have been there for six and a half years. Okay, wonderful. Well, that seems. And, and I live, I live in 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 KC, but right now I'm uh, back in the diocese of Bismarck, uh, doing fundraising. Well, that's oh, wow. wonderful. And I think that also begs the question a little bit: is what is the connection between Bismarck and Kesey? Because I know we have this fascinating, wonderful relationship with them. But how did that start? Where did that Where does that come from? Uh, our mission in Africa was. Uh, uh, inaugurated by uh, Bishop John Kinney back in 1990. And uh, our first missionaries, among them uh, Jim and Henrietta Nisler, uh, went to the Diocese of Bura in, in eastern Kenya. Mm-hmm. But after uh, some violence and civic unrest, they moved uh, west to the Diocese of Kisi. And we have been in the Diocese of Kisi now for uh, some 28 years. Wow, that's fascinating. So, again, you had mentioned in the previous place that the, di- that the mission was in, there had been some civil unrest and that sort of thing going on. What is the liv- living situation in Kisi like? Is it similar, or is it a bit more calm over there? What's the, what's the current status? Well, as uh, one of my coworkers says, uh, we live in the bush, <laughs> and <laughs> and uh, and it, it's 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 a fairly uh, calm area where uh, you know day to day life is 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 fairly what do you want to say routine. There's not uh, 
uh, you know, any uh, uprisings or, or, or political turmoil uh, at this time. Uh, you know, and we're we're we're, we're yeah in, in in the bush, and you know we 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 just go about our business. Uh, you know, uh, as as we need to, we you know we don't uh, fear. Uh, you know, but we we only go out during the day. At night, mm-hmm. it's it's not the uh, you know at night it's not the safest to go out. Is that because of the wildlife, or is uh, there? people the, like the wildlife of the people the wildlife <laughs> the wild of the people life of the pe- people are yeah. wild yeah i mean they can be they can be hmm. interesting so tell us a little bit about like the again the day-to-day mission work you've already started to touch on that how does the mission serve those in kisi okay uh, first of all uh, the the heart and soul of bismarck mission is our education program for uh, orphans and other vulnerable children. Mm-hmm. And our mission program uh, 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 for, for these children uh, uh, focuses on uh, formation of the mind, taking care of the body, and, and tending to the spirit. As far as the mind, uh, uh, we, we send our orphans and vulnerable children to school. We, uh, we pay school fees, uniform fees, uh, books, and other supplies. That uh, education is one way that uh, helps lift people out of poverty. And we, we want these children to do well in school. Some of them come from an environment where, uh, where education is not valued. So we have to overcome that, that bias that downplays the value of education. So uh, that, that's, that's uh, one of our uh, main pillars is of, our, of our education program is sending children to school, supporting them. Another aspect is, is uh, taking care of the body. Two years ago, we started uh, uh, our wellness program. And our wellness program consists of having seminars uh, for for the children, seminars that are taught by alumni of our program. And these uh, seminars focus on issues such as health, hygiene, nutrition, good and proper relationships. And in this process, they are also seen by nurses and doctors that... Uh, do uh, you know? Do uh, an, an evaluation of uh, of each student to look for diseases or other conditions that uh, may be minor or may be serious. Because you have to realize, common everyday diseases, common everyday diseases uh, where we live include uh, malaria, typhoid, mm. cholera. Uh, ringworm, scabies, uh, upper respiratory infections, brucellosis, uh, uh, parasites. Uh, and so we, we do a, a, a screening. And if we do encounter any problems or any issues, uh, we make sure that uh, children are, 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 are treated. Just uh, one example, uh, Dominic. Dominic was in the third grade uh, when he uh, came into our program, and we noticed that he had problems with his eyes, 
and actually he, he was cross-eyed. Mm-hmm. And you can imagine uh, uh, how it is to go to school being cross-eyed. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, so we, we had him examined, and we were able to arrange surgery so that he, here is a boy now in fifth grade who, who sees normally and is an average student in school. You know, that's, that's, uh, that, that, that's part of what we do. That's part of what we do. And uh, when, 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 when you see uh, a young boy uh, who, uh, uh, who's had eye problems and now can see normally, it, mm-hmm. it's, it's a great gift. We rejoice. So and, you mentioned uh, you mentioned your the village of Kisi a little bit. Can you describe for the listeners what it actually looks like? Are we talking that there's structures there, buildings? Um, are they huts? What does your living space look like? And what do the the villagers? What does their living space look like? Okay, okay. Uh, first of all, uh, we live uh, in uh, a mountainous region. We're six thousand four hundred feet above sea level. And uh, Kenya straddles the equator, so, uh, you know, we have 12 hours of daylight, 12 hours of darkness, mm-hmm. and the temperature doesn't get any colder than 55, and, and maybe mm-hmm. 80 would be the average high. So it, it's a, Beautiful. Uh, you know, that, you know the, the climate determines the type of houses that you have there. Sure. And uh, people, uh, there's the traditional mud huts, uh, and there are permanent, what we call permanent homes that would be built out of uh, uh, brick uh, or, or, or stone. But most of the people out in the bush uh, would have uh, would have the, a, a traditional mud hut. Hmm. Interesting. And what do you live in, Father? Uh, we live in uh, a, a, a cinder block and brick house. Interesting. And is that space then reserved for the priest specifically, or was that kind of donated to you, or how did that come about? Uh, uh, when we located to the Diocese of Kisi, uh, 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 Jim and Henrietta found uh, uh, this uh, piece of land uh, on the campus of Gakano Girls, and, and we built a house there. Wow. That's very interesting. Yeah, it sounds like you again. You have a very interesting space and working relationship with the people there. Yes, yes. What was their reaction to you coming in and and helping out? Well, uh, first of all, I'll, I'll, I'll go back uh, uh, when I was finishing my my tenure as pastor in Bowman. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, you know, Bishop Kagan. Uh, you know, ask if I would be interested in in serving in our mission, and because uh, over the years I had I had thought about it, I expressed some interest, and he told me to think about it. And uh, first thing I did is I, I I went and I visited with my father. He knows I'm like eighty five years old, and uh, you know laid out the situation. And my father looked at me and said, David. You'll never have an opportunity like this again in your life. Go for mm. it. <laughs> and and uh, what great fatherly you know, advice! <laughs> yeah. yeah, you know, and uh, you know, others, uh, you know, other people are supportive. Some, you know, kind of scratch their heads and like, why would you want to go there? Why would you want to do that? But uh, you know, I, uh, you know, I, 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 I took up what uh, what do you want to say the challenge and and went. 
and uh, Bismarck uh, mission is, is, is well received by uh, the local people. You know, uh, uh, first of all, uh, you know, uh, the bishop of the diocese, Bishop Joseph, uh, is grateful to have a priest to help with uh, sacramental uh, duties and uh, also to serve, uh, you know, some of the poorest of the poor. And, uh, uh, you know, when uh, we, we, we support 425 children going to school. And uh, so, I mean, that's, that, 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 that's a great benefit, great benefit. Yeah, it sounds like there's a plenty of just wonderful opportunities that you're able to do as part of the Bismarck Diocese African Mission here. And I want to hear yeah. more about that after the break here, but we have to go to break. So stay tuned on Real Presence Live. We're going to be right back with Father David Mormant speaking about his wonderful uh, work that he does in Africa. You don't want to miss it. Stay tuned. Live, engaging, and local, this is Real Presence Live, where we bring you positive and uplifting stories and share the great things happening in our local area on the Real Presence Radio Network. Daily Meditations of Pope Benedict XVI, presented by Leonardo De Filippis of St. Luke Productions. What the Magi Learned Going into the house, the Magi saw the child. Outwardly, their journey was now over, but at this point a new journey began for them which changed their whole lives. Deep within themselves, they felt prompted to go in search of the true justice that can only come from God, and they wanted to serve this king, to fall prostrate at his feet, and to play their part in the renewal of the world. This was where their inner journey began. It started at the very moment when they knelt down before this child and recognized him as the promised king. But they still had to assimilate these joyful gestures internally. They had to change their ideas about power, about God and about man, and in so doing, they also had to change themselves. They had to learn to give themselves. No lesser gift would be sufficient for this king. But they had to learn that their lives must be conformed to this divine way of exercising power, to God's own way of being. They must become men of truth, of justice, of goodness, of forgiveness, of mercy. They will have to ask, how can I serve God's presence in the world? They must learn to lose their life and in this way to find it. Having left Jerusalem behind, they must not deviate from the path marked out by the true King as they follow Jesus. This meditation is taken from Benedictus, published by Ignatius Press and Magnificat, and produced by St. Luke Productions. Learn more at stlukeproductions.com. You're listening to Real Presence Live. Now, back to more inspirational and uplifting stories and a look at the extraordinary things happening in our local area. Heard right here on the RPR Network. And good morning and welcome back. Thank you for joining us for Real Presence Live this morning. It's been a great show. I am Heather Carroll. I am your host broadcasting out of the Sioux Falls area along with my co-host. Aaron Bosch and I'm out of the Fargo, North Dakota area. We're stretching across the Dakotas today. Technology is wonderful, and we're talking with Father Mormon from the Bismarck Diocese, so got to love Real Presence Radio for that. (laughs) So, uh, Father, we've been talking a lot about 
the African mission work um, that the Bismarck Diocese is doing and that you actually live in Kisi in, Kisi in Kenya. Um, one of the things I was thinking about, and we kind of chatted a little bit about this during the break, is I hear that there are, um, in our diocese in Sioux Falls that we get a lot of priests that come over from Africa. And I was just curious on, um, I know a lot of them are going to school and a lot of young men are wanting to join the priesthood. Are you experiencing that also in Kenya? Uh, uh, yes, uh, there is uh, actually what do you want to say, a surge of vocations, especially to religious communities, both men and women. Mm-hmm. And uh, I know uh, that, you know, Kenya itself and uh, Tanzania, Nigeria would be three countries uh, of which I'm aware where uh, 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 where men come to, uh, to the United States to serve in, in parishes yeah. in, in various dioceses, you know, uh, you know a- across the United States. And, you know, and that's, uh, I think, also true from, from India, you know, that there's, there's many priests yeah. in, uh, religious communities from India that, uh, you know, that, uh, that come and have served, uh, in our diocese. You know, I, I know in Bismarck, you know, we have, we have priests from India, we have, uh, priests from Africa. I just think that is so fascinating, you know, that there, uh, there's becoming these huge surges, which, as we all know in America, uh, we're very grateful for that because um, we're we're needing the extra priests. So it's it's yeah. quite beautiful. So any stories that you'd like to share of? So how long for the listeners that missed it? How long have you been in Kenya? Uh, six and a half years. Six, six and, and a half years. years. So you must have learned some of their language. Uh, yes. Uh, the two national languages of Kenya are English and Swahili. So I have uh, I have studied Swahili and do okay. And <laughs> then also uh, there is the mother tongue of of the of the uh, of the Kisi people, Ekugusi. And I I have learned enough uh, just to celebrate Sunday Mass in the mother tongue. Oh wow! And, That's beautiful. And and the people are so grateful. Uh, they are so grateful to, to be able to, you know, celebrate Mass in the mother tongue. And uh, believe you me, they've had to put up with uh, a lot of, uh, what do you want to say, learning errors in, in, the, <laughs> in the language, in the pronunciation and structure. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm they've sure they're very, very patient. <laughs> yeah, they've been very gracious. So you have actually come back. Uh, do you have any great stories you shared with us about the young boy who you helped, um, the group helped with his vision? Any other yes. great stories over those six years that you would like to share with us? Uh, yeah, there's uh, one, one is, is, is very simple, and uh, the other probably a little more profound. First, uh, Medwin. Uh, Medwin, uh, seventh, eighth grade, right around there. Uh, you know, she had uh, scabies. And, uh, you know, that, that's one thing that we found in our, in our wellness seminars. And, uh, to treat scabies, uh, a bottle of medicated cream, uh, uh, that, that costs maybe a dollar fifty two dollars. And how do you get scabies? I don't even know. 
scabies is uh, I'm just I just know it's a skin disease, and I associate it more with cattle. You know, it's it's oh. an uh, it, it, it's an infection I think from fleas or, okay. or ticks or something along that line. Sure. I, I'm not a medical person, so come on, father. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, it was it was a simple. You know, a uh, simple tube of cream that costs yeah. maybe a dollar fifty, two dollars, and you know, her family did not have the money to pay for that. Mm. And uh, you know, that that that's 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 how, how simple some of the healthcare yeah. solutions are. Yeah. And uh, so, uh, and another uh, another story, uh, uh, a little more profound. At the end of uh, each term, uh, students uh, bring their report cards and. I get to inspect and visit with student with every student about his or her report card. And last uh, December, Cynthia, uh, she finished her uh, third year in high school. Uh, so we, we would say she finished her junior year in high school. And uh, one morning, she 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 uh, came to my door and uh, she had this beautiful smile on her face, a smile that. Uh, as as radiant as the morning sun mm. and uh, she handed me her report card it was all failing grades all and i know that she's a much better student than her report card uh indicated so we we, we sat down and we visited about some of the challenges some of the struggles uh and then since it was a school break she would be going to her aunt's home, who is her guardian, and uh, and her aunt is is one of those in Kenya who suffer from food insecurity. Not a lot of food; they really don't know where their next uh, meal is going to be coming from. Mm-hmm. And she and there she ha- would have to take care of her three younger siblings. And I said, Cynthia, I said, why you know why are you so happy? She said. Because I'm alive, and God has put me here today. Yeah, oh, that's beautiful. And you know, and you know, and I, uh, you know, uh, I'm I'm 60 years old in Africa. You know, in Kenya, that's considered an old man. Mm-hmm. You know, here, 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 I stand before you know a junior in high school who's, who's teaching me about faith, about God, yeah. about yeah. beauty, joy, uh, and you know, and I, I kind of like. Who is blessed? <laughs> I'm yeah. Gone. It's like a reality check for the rest of us, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. So you have come back to Bismarck to do some fundraising. Tell us more about that. Well, uh, uh, you know, uh, each year, Bismarck Mission, uh, the first Sunday, first weekend in March, has its annual, annual African Mission Appeal. And I, uh, I come back to speak in various parishes, uh, uh, in the Diocese of Bismarck during that, uh, in the weeks before. And right now I'm up in the Williston area. I've been to Williston, Trenton, Granora, Tioga, mm. uh, Ray, Powers Lake, and now I'm going to Crosby. And, uh, uh, you know, to, to, to speak about the mission, to thank the people for their, uh, uh their support, their prayers, their goodness. And to ask them to be generous. Yeah. Uh, uh, this Sunday is our annual appeal in 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 the diocese of Bismarck. Mm-hmm. So then, what are your goals for raising funds? 
you know you're like as uh, much as we can get <laughs> we'll take anything <laughs> you know you know uh, it's it's uh we work with what we get yeah. and i uh, you know uh in visiting with our director of 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 the mission mr chuck reichert I, you know, I don't think we've ever had a, a, a set goal, okay. but that, uh, but that, you know, we, uh, we've always had enough. Just put it yeah. that way. Well, and I just think it's so beautiful because you know you can hear about um, donating for different things for overseas, but I, it adds such a personal touch that one of our very own priests from our diocese is is going there and physically living in Africa. It just, it makes it way more, you know, personal. And um, I'm, I'm hoping it brings out more dollars for you to yeah. take and, back to the and, poor people. Yeah. And I'm not alone there. You know, that uh, there's a married couple, Wes and Kathy Pepley from Williston, who, really? who have been serving with me the last two years. So, you know, I mean, I, I you know, first couple of years I was, I was by myself. And, uh, but now there's, there's, there's Wes and Kathy and then along with the others who are part of our, our Bismarck mission team in Kenya. Well, and Father, this listening area, as you've heard, is quite large. Um, if someone is listening right now and they're encouraged and uh, want to help out your mission on the Bismarck Diocese African Mission, is there a way that they can donate to your mission? Uh, yes, uh, they could send their uh their their gift to the diocese of bismarck okay. african mission p.o box 1137 okay. bismarck north dakota five eight five oh one is it five eight five oh one i think that's the zip code in bismarck okay so we can just send it on it's, it's p.o box send it on to the diocese that's wonderful yeah yeah wonderful. and just just market african mission yeah Father, thank you so much for the work you're doing for us and and being the hands and feet of God, yes, God out bless in you. Africa. Yeah, you're very welcome. You're very welcome. Any last thoughts before we let you go? Uh, people are good. That's a nice thought. You know, I like that thought. You know, I, I mean, uh, if it's people in need, there's 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 a profound goodness people you know here uh you know who who support our mission they've been good they've been generous you know okay. and uh it, it it's encountering that goodness of people amidst all the challenges right. that uh, that that really makes it uh uh makes it worthwhile beautiful well good luck on your fundraising father mormon and we will keep you, you in our prayers thank you so much for being on with us today okay all right appreciate it thank you Okay. All right, Aaron, It's uh, we're down to our last interview, so I suppose we have to take another break, huh? I guess we do, but we'll be okay. right back with our newest hire here at Real Presence Radio. We're continuing our tradition of throwing people to the wolves and having Yay! them get interviewed live on air after they barely started, <laughs> because we love everyone who works here. We love that. It's my favorite part. <laughs> oh, it's going to be great. So stay tuned for that. You won't want to miss it right here on Real Presence Live. Stay with us. There's more Real Presence Live to come on the Real Presence Radio Network.
Hello, this is Bishop Andrew Cousins with the Diocese of Crookston. This Lent, I want to challenge you to go to the Sacrament of Confession. It's the most concrete way you can live out our Lord's call to conversion and experience the joy of being made new. Maybe you could even go twice to confession this Lent. When we go to confession, we get to experience the great humility and grace which comes to us through this sacrament. Have a blessed Lent. This is Lavinia Spirito for Catholic Web Bible Study. Psalm 95 warns us, If today you hear his voice, harden not your hearts. The Lord is always guiding us and speaking to us through Holy Scripture, through the sacramental life of the Church, and through prayer. If we will only listen. The more you listen, the more you will hear him. The less you listen, the less you will hear him. Let us not harden our hearts against the voice of Jesus, even when his words do not line up with popular culture or may drive a wedge between us and society. Let us not harden our hearts against the voice of Jesus, even when his words challenge our preconceived notions and expectations. Let us not harden our hearts against the voice of Jesus, even when they call us so far out of our comfort zone that it feels like we're in another country. He is Lord and he will guide us if we just listen. If today you hear his voice, harden not your heart. What is the Lord telling you today? Catholic Way Bible Study. Peace, power, purpose. Find out more at cwbs.org. Let us run to Mary and as her little children cast ourselves into our arms with a perfect confidence. St. Francis de Sales. Join together with families across the local area for the Rosary, nightly here on Real Presence Radio. On Wednesday through Monday nights, tune in at 8 p.m. Central and on Tuesday nights at 7 p.m. Central. Gather the whole family together and pray this powerful prayer with us. Join us for the Rosary Wednesday through Monday at 8 p.m. and Tuesdays at 7 p.m. Central here on the RPR Network.